0: to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your hosts, Jake and Chia Rubel. And this is a fun one because (laughs) we're on the road. That's right, both of us, we're on the road. Not only that, but this is the very first recorded episode in Laugh and Be Blessed history. So So I knew you would. (laughs) I knew you'd feel very strange about this. So uh, move your mic a little bit or at least talk into it. Uh, what was that i, I don't, don't know, know. what the, that's I was, good
1: i was thinking and then i stopped
0: okay because we're recording
1: because
0: <laughs> because re- i get it so we are uh in norfolk nebraska right now and what a trip this has been <laughs> oh my goodness this has been insane this is the weirdest this is 100 percent the weirdest weekend of shows i've ever had yeah yeah, I'm very happy you're with me. I'm just glad I'm, so that glad
1: I'm with you. I'm just
0: glad that you could like you don't get to go on the road with me very often and it like it sounds like I have such like this fun kooky job and then you came with me and was like your job's weird. <laughs> so, this is let's just get right into it. All right.
1: It. I'm good.
0: I'm, I was thinking about maybe, you know, I don't. should we get into it right now or should we, should we just make this the topic of the show?
1: I think this should be the topic of the okay,
0: show. Okay. So let's hold off on that. Because I
1: don't have anything else.
0: Yeah. Well, it, you were supposed to.
1: No, I did the last two. I know. Two. I was
0: just joking. Uh, okay. So before we do that, uh, I do want to talk about some shows that I have coming up. Upcoming shows. Upcoming
1: shows. Upcoming
0: shows. Upcoming shows. I got a lot of cool shows coming up that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Typically I'd be looking at my calendar right now. Also didn't think about the fact that I'm recording on my phone. <laughs> so. Hold on. Uh. I will say this, next weekend, <laughs> I know that I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. I think December, I have them all. All right, that, that makes sense. Uh, December 8th, 9th, and 10th, I am in Louisville, Kentucky at the Louisville Comedy Club with Jay Muse. So, I always, I'm i so happy that I'm doing a comedy club next weekend. Yes. I need it. Yes. I need it. You'll find out why once we get into the topic of the show, but oh my goodness, do I need that right now? And then on the 15th, 16th, and 17th, I'm in Oklahoma City at the Bricktown Club in Oklahoma City with Jay Uh Then we've got Christmas, and, you know, that's for family. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. So uh, nothing then, but then let's see. How about December 30th? December 30th, I am in Portage, Indiana at Decibels. That's going to be a great show. I did that show. Uh, I featured for somebody at the beginning of the year. And they were like, we really want you to come back and headline. And they're having me do their New Year's Eve Eve show. So, nice. I don't know if they're doing anything on New Year's Eve. but So that's where I'm going to be uh, in the month of December. A lot of really fun things coming up. And thank God, because does my little heart need it right now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, let's let's just, you know what? I'm going to do something a little different, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what books we're reading. That's different, right? Yeah, totally different. I don't know what. I don't even know why he said that. I feel like (laughs) the camera is messing with me.
1: I thought it messed with me more than you. I'm just trying to ignore it. Like, it's not. That's just what I'm going to do.
0: Okay, that's what I'm doing right now. The camera is being ignored.
1: (laughs) Here's the books we're reading. Laugh and be blessed.
0: All right, so uh, I'm going to need you to pull up my Goodreads.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: because, again, my that's phone. We'll get this figured out. Look, this is the first time that we're doing this, and we're just trying to get some, some uh, social media clips, if you will, of the show. It's so hi- hard it's totally fine. To, to find but I people. have been reading, so that's yeah. a good thing, is I have been reading. It's the end of the year. I've, you know, this is whenever... It's like a test. You like I've been studying for test, and I'm cramming right now. I'm like I'm gonna get in as many books as possible, so it's Why, working.
1: I didn't think I had this many friends on here, but I guess I do. Oh
0: really? Uh, I'm not like a favorite. I'm not in your top eight or anything like I that. I don't
1: mess with my friends on mm-hmm. Goodreads very often.
0: Okay, well let's get into what I've been reading because I'm a, a reader. So <laughs> uh, don't don't laugh like that. I feel like you didn't pull it up the correct way.
1: I don't know how else you pull it up. Look, you
0: just go. Jeez. <laughs> go to the reading challenge. Yeah. Okay. Friends challenges. Oh. And then click on me. And then it shows the stuff I've been reading. So, uh, do you remember what the last book that I talked about was? Was it Brother? <laughs> Did I talk about Brother or Black Phone? Was Black Phone the last one?
1: Uh, I think you talked about. I don't think you talked about Brother.
0: Okay, um, hmm, this is not. The last time we
1: recorded was November 16th.
0: That doesn't mean anything to me. So let's just talk about a couple books. Uh, so I read Brother. I don't know. I th- I feel like I talked about it, so I don't want to go over too much just in case. But basically, thinks, think of like if you if, think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So the family in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Think of that. But what if one of the brothers didn't want to do it? Okay. So, basically, that's what it was.
1: Wasn't there one like that where, like, there was a the
0: little boy? Sort of. But this is, like, th- this is definitely different. But, yeah, I think th- I think it was, like, the prequel to Texas Chainsaw, yeah. like, how Leatherface got started, which was a good movie. I yeah. actually liked that one, which is rare because, for the most part, I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1, 2, then the 2003 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess technically, I kind of like the fourth. Was it the fourth one with Matthew McConaughey, where it's real weird, and he's got like a remote uh, for his leg and stuff?
1: I don't. I don't remember if it's the fourth one or not, but I do like that one.
0: Not because it's a scary movie, because no, it's so it's off ridiculous. the wall. It is, re- but that's also why I like the second one because I yeah. feel like the second one, Dennis Hopper carries dueling chainsaws in that yeah. movie. It's nuts, but it's like um, the the book is like. I don't want to give too much away because I really recommend if you like horror, you should read this mm-hmm. book. And it's a pretty quick read. It's not, it's not bad at all. But it's called Brother. It's really fun. It's got a, a few twists in it. I liked it because I called the twist like way before mm-hmm. it happened. And then I was listening to the audio book while driving and AJ was with me. And I called it. And at the end of the book, he was like, dude, you, yeah, you totally <laughs> nailed it. So I read that. I um, <clears throat> I finished Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. I I liked that. It's in some in some aspects. I feel like I liked it better than the show. Yeah. But in other aspects, the show's better. Okay. Why? It's it, it's hard to explain. It's like obviously the show had a couple seasons, so it could get, it could give more detail mm-hmm. because it was a lot longer. Um. So there's that aspect of it. But then also, I I felt like the. Um, the way that they, in the book, the way that you kind of like, I I don't feel like there's the same depth of characters as there was in TV, in the TV show, like really? the, yeah, which is weird because yeah. usually it's the other way around. But I feel like the TV show really fleshed out the characters better. So um so I, I but it was really fun. I, well I don't know if fun's the right word. I mean the, the dudes turning a kids read. into vampires, but. Yeah, it was a good read. I did like it. Um, and that's why I'm. it's on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I read Final Girls. I just finished this book. Mm-hmm. This was fun because it's, it's, it's like um, you don't get – it's strange because I started reading it because I like, you know, like Friday the 13th and movies like that. Those are like my favorite campy movies. Mm-hmm. And I love a movie with like a final girl. Like I'm just very cliche like that. I like the older movies where at the end of the day – uh, there's one girl who survived all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assumed that like, okay, well this is going to be like a book about that. And it is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's basically like years after the tragedy happened. It's one of the final girls' stories. So it's, it's like there's three final girls in the world or in the country mm-hmm. or world. I don't know. Cause they do say like all over the globe. So there's like three stories that happened that were like horror movies that happened. And the, there was three final girls. So they kind of, like, become friends a little bit, but not really, but they, like, communicate, and one of them, like, mysteriously dies, so then the other two kind of, like, team up to figure out what's going on or to, like, support each other. Um, There was a lot to be desired with this book. I I thought that there was a lot better that they could have done. But it was still ultimately like a pretty fun read. I will say that the twist at the end of this book, I had no idea that was coming. Oh yeah. It, like not even a little bit. And I was reading some reviews and somebody was like, I called I called that twist at the beginning. And I'm like, you're a full fledged liar. Because there's no way. There's absolutely no maybe way they you could. No, unless maybe. they were maybe they were guessing then. There's nothing that indicates the end. Like there's I'm usually very good at that. Yeah. There's no way. And I'm not a sore, I'm not a sore reader. I'm not a sore reader.
1: A sore reader? Yeah,
0: like somebody who reads a book and doesn't get it. And then whenever somebody else says, I got it, you're just like, no, you're not. Oh. No, you didn't. But that's, that's not the case. Uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a fun. I felt like towards the end though, I was, I was kind of done.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the Haunting of Hill House.
1: I want to read this.
0: Yeah. So I read that. It's fine? It's fine. Dude, nothing happens what, in this book. Uh,
1: what what show is based off of this?
0: Uh, well the the are you talking about the haunting of Bly Manor or whatever, or the haunting at the house on the hill or something yeah. like that? No, it's I don't think it's actually based on this. So there's an okay. old movie that's The Haunting at Hill House. There's okay. like and then there was a remake years later, I think with like Chris Catan or something like that. Uh, just hold okay. your, put your okay. hand down. Put your hand down. <laughs> All right. Now put your hand down. It's not time for questions. It's not time for that. <laughs> Now this is like, it's, a, it's one of those books that like you, I've always wanted to read. Mm-hmm. And the, the original movie that came out in like, I think like the 50s or 60s or something is like for horror movie people, like they're like, this movie is amazing. And I feel like I've watched it. I don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. So I, I was really looking forward to this. Dude, nothing really happens. And then whenever stuff does start happening, the book's over. And there's no, there's no like, ta-da. It's just like, and then she drove away. Yeah. And it's like, what? Wait.
1: It left something to be desired. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I guess technically at the very end, like you think that one thing's going, going to happen and it's not. But it, I, I go, okay. So something does happen, but I just, I, I don't know. I it, It's strange to me that and I'm not saying it's not a good book it's just I felt like based off of what like people talk about this book it was going to be something else mm-hmm. that's all I'm trying to say and then uh the last book that I've read um was uh stories from night shift
1: mhm
0: so By Stephen
1: King yes I want to read this oops sorry baby. are you kidding me I mean just I pick that
0: up won't you just won't you just go ahead and pick that up jesus okay so um This was, uh, so I thought that I was just reading Lawnmower Man because it said Lawnmower Man. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'll just read this. Well, it's an anthology. So you've got, um, let's see if I can remember all the ones that were on it. You've got Lawnmower Man is the first one. Nothing like the movie, babe. Really? Not even close. Nothing. There's the only... The only thing that is the same about the movie and that short story is that they they both have lawnmowers and a man. That's it? Dude, that is it. Maybe and the overalls. Lawnmower and somebody wears overalls. The
1: movie that we watched isn't supposed to be based on that story.
0: It is. It says oh. it. So I don't know. I don't know how they got that. It's wild. But it was a lot of fun. And then they have something called Quitters Incorporated, which is another story. And while I was reading this story, all I could think is, why is this not a movie? Like they make everything Stephen King movies. Like yeah. why is this? And it is. Uh, it is a movie, but it's like it's what, in. What is it called again? It's called Quitters Incorporated. But it's not a full fledged movie. It's in another anthology movie. Like I can't remember what the an- Cat's Eye. It's okay. in the Cat's Eye. So yeah. we seen that the other day. Whenever yes. we were watching our our new the movie I produced. It's not a big deal. Um. I, look, I, I produce films. Um. I'm a big shot. I'm. I'm here in Nebraska. Oh,
1: by the um, way, that is the Haunting of Hill House, the TV show, not the Haunting of Blind Manor. That was the other one. Okay. The Haunting of Hill House is based off that book.
0: That's amazing because they're nothing alike. Okay. Well, I would. I would much rather read that book. Because that show, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. That might be my favorite horror TV it show is ever. Loosely
1: based on the so 1959. Loose. Oh, they both
0: have houses. Oh, if that's they had cool. The
1: same title.
0: They they both have houses with where there's a little bit of a haunting going on. Yeah. So loosely based. That's ridiculous. Out of control. Um, <laughs> so Quitters Incorporated, though. I guess that in the in Cat's Eye, it, James Woods is in it, mm-hmm. which is like the greatest Hades ever. Um, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. Cool. Uh, oh, is my hair out? <laughs> so that's funny. Like, it, that has to show our age that <laughs> that that's what we think of James Woods.
1: What else would you think of?
0: Mmm, piece of candy.
1: Mmm, piece of candy.
0: <laughs> we suck. Um, what do you mean, what? He's in so many movies.
1: I can't think of them.
0: That's the problem. That's the problem <laughs> with a James Woods. Like, tell me a single movie that James Woods is in other than. than Hercules. I,
1: I can't think right now dude i can't either i'm gonna look it up
0: all right you blow my mind real quick with some james wood Woods and it, isn't it
1: <laughs> james woods
0: yeah james woods
1: oh he i know what he looks like
0: yeah you vampire I, I mean i knew Hercules. what he looked like of course vampires isn't john carpenter's vampires yeah. that's the first uh, movie i think i've probably seen him in that's a fantastic film by the way you know why because it's john carpenter, carpenter. Yeah,
1: I don't know these movies.
0: Really? So it's just he's just, he's just a vampire it's killer. It's a lot
1: and... of uh, voice acting, a lot. Really? Yeah, Scarface. The world... oh, that's a video game.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a video game that you play on PlayStation Two.
1: Oh, do you know this game?
0: Oh, I played that game. You kidding me? Scarface? Come on. Yeah, it's not great, but it's of... pretty fun. All right. Anyways, uh, Quitters Incorporated is okay. I'm gonna spoil <laughs> this. Okay. Okay. Just because I really want to talk about, it. I'm going to spoil this book real quick. This Be- story. This story, mostly because this is in night shift. Yes, this is a night shift. Mostly just because it was so interesting, um, and an easy thing to think of, mm-hmm. which is the greatest stories I feel like. So there's a dude who wants to stop smoking cigarettes.
1: Okay. Now I remember seeing yes. that on there. Okay. There's
0: a dude who wants to stop smoking cigarettes, and he runs into a, like a friend at like an airport or something like that. And the friend looks great and is like healthy and everything. And he's like, "How did you like? How did you change your life?" And he's like, "Oh, I went." And he pulls out a card and gives him. He's like, "I went to see these guys and I got off cigarettes." And he's like, really? "That changed your life so much." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, basically, like I just I go see these dudes and they make my life better." And he's like, "Okay." So he goes because he wants to quit smoking. So he goes. And it's like real strange, and they're basically like, um, "Why don't you like go think about it?" They said, "We'll, we can, we have like a ninety-eight percent success rate, that you will not smoke a cigarette again, um, and we do not take payment until a year after you've not smoked. Hmm. You don't have to pay us anything." And he's like, "Are you serious?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right." So he thinks about it, and he's like, "All right, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. I'm doing this." So he goes in, shakes their hand, sits down talks with them and is basically like, you know, so so what happens? And they like open this curtain to show him this room that has this rabbit in the room and the rabbit like goes to eat something and then they put push this button and it starts shocking the rabbit. And the guy's like that's disgusting. Like are you why are you like I don't want to see this. Are you kidding me? Is like so basically what it is is that if I smoke a cigarette you guys are going to shock me. And they said, oh no. You don't go in the room, your wife does. So then he's like, Excuse me? And they're like, Yeah, the first, your first offense, your wife goes in the room and she gets shocked. And he's like, What do you mean, first offense? They're like, Well, the second offense is we go to the boarding school that your mentally challenged son is at and we break his arms.
1: What?
0: And he's like, "Or, No, I'm going to the police. And they're like, That's fine. Like, you can if you want, but when you shook our hand, you you entered the contract, so there's nothing. We're doing this regardless. So like basically they've got him, and like the cops aren't gonna do anything about it because if he calls the cops, they're doing it anyways. And these people are like super rich, and like there's nothing he can do. So he he you know is like all right. Well I'm gonna quit smoking, and he goes like a, a week or something with no cigarettes, and then he's in traffic. And he's like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. And he like opens his glove box and there's a pack of cigarettes in there. And his wife was supposed to get rid of all of them. Of course, she has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So he takes three hits off of a cigarette. And then he puts it out. He gets home. His wife's not home. And he's like, I, you know, where's she at? The phone rings. He answers it. And it's the dude from the Quitters Incorporated. And he's all like, oh, so it seems like we have some business to discuss. And he's like, I took three hits. Are you kidding me? And he's like do you have my wife? And he's like, yeah, she's safe. She's here. But, um, you know, we need you to go ahead and come on in. Does 5 p.m. work for you? And then he's like, hangs up. So he, like, goes in there, and they take him back in that room and open the curtain and start shocking his wife. What? So then, like, afterwards, they take him into another room, and his wife's, like, laying on the couch crying and sees him. And they're basically like, tell her what's going on. So he tells her, and she's fine with it. Yeah, she's completely okay with it. She's like, you know, it's, it, this is what we have to do. This is what we have to do. So he doesn't smoke again.
1: Does he tell her what the second offense is? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know. So he doesn't smoke again. He quit smoking. Everything's good. A year goes by. And um, they send him a bill for like four grand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever, you know, I'll pay. But, and then there's like 30 cents for uh, shocking the wife. He's like, I have to pay for that, which is ridiculous. But anyway, so then they're like, they call him and they're like, so we need you to go ahead and come in because we need to we need to weigh you. And he goes in and they weigh him and they're like, so it seems like you've gained some weight, which is common when you quit smoking. You gain weight, um, but you can't get past this this weight. Like you have to you have to stay underweight. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, that's just part of the contract. So basically, if you get obese then um we are gonna go uh the first offense is we cut off your wife's little finger so of course he loses weight yeah his life is great now he feels fantastic he's never been happier he got a promotion at work everything's going great for him and then um he runs into that guy that gave him the card in the beginning of Mm -hmm. it and it's basically like they're like oh yeah everything's going great and he like meets his wife and shakes her hand and she's missing her little finger yeah so that's pretty much the whole story but it was very good it was a really good story and i was like dude stephen king was just trying to quit smoking <laughs> and was just like i just what, wish what would someone quit? i just wish someone would beat my wife right now in front of me i would never <laughs> smoke another cigarette so that um. that was that and then there was um uh, Sometimes They Come Back was another story that was in there, mm-hmm. which uh, I've seen that that movie. I like the movie. The movie was way better than the short story, but they're short stories. It's hard to make a better short story than a full-fledged mm-hmm. movie. But um, I love reading these anthologies. I- I'm going to write one.
1: So where are you at in your reading goal?
0: I'm at 39 out of 40. Okay, good. So I've only got one more to go.
1: And, and I'm sure you have like five or six you're in the middle of.
0: Yeah, I've got one that I'm like... through. It's an e book that I'm reading. What's it called? Um,. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question.
1: And <laughs> you can't get your phone out to look?
0: No. It's on my iPad, but it's, I think it's called, like, Sometimes They Never Come Home or something like you that. You might want to
1: make sure, like, your Goodreads app and stuff is on there from now on. So you yeah. Can um, no, I will. This is just that. a te-
0: This is just a thing. It's just a thing that we're trying to yeah, do. It's out. a little. It's a blah, you know? <laughs> okay. So. Well,
1: so I have finished four books since we last got on the podcast. Uh, Every Chance With You by Lexi Ryan. It's just that, like sweet hometown romance mm-hmm. with spice of course of course of course uh fierce obsession it's the fourth book in the la ruthless um it is, it is not a sweet romance it's romance but it's a little bit more on the darker side okay um scar which is by jolene vines it's the third book in the dark island scots book again it scar is, scar i've seen that so, i've seen that movie so is that me, the one
0: that where the the with the lions
1: <laughs> let me explain the premise of this you re- you're reading
0: sexy lion stories
1: <laughs> you're read- i'm sure they're out there that's no, so weird no he has a i'm scar gonna do on his face
0: no i'm gonna start <laughs> doing it. a scarf no i said that's al pacino james woods was in the video <laughs> let game me,
1: let me explain the premise of this so a lot of her books they're they're series but they can be standalones. you don't have to read the rest of the books in this series you have to so it starts off with rune the um like you ruin everything rune is his name which is ruin a, yeah it's his nickname so what is it so it starts off what's with his name rune like you are ruin
0: yeah so ruin rune no you're saying <laughs> rune you're saying you're saying rune
1: i i, I need to show you
0: but it's, but so it's you don't ruin. Think
1: I'm crazy.
0: Like R U I N.
1: R U I N.
0: Yeah, that's ruin.
1: Is that how you
0: say Yes, that's ruin.
1: <laughs> that's how you say ruin.
0: <laughs> but hold on, you're blowing my mind right now because you knew what it meant, but you were saying it like R U N E. You were saying it like rune. <laughs> I'm so confused. Are you messing with
1: me? Yeah, I knew how to say it. I did.
0: <laughs> I know. I. I'm just. Where was the confusion? Because you were like, his name's Rune. You know, like if you ruin something, and I'm like, so his name's Ruin, and you're like, no, Rune.
1: Okay. Let me. So let me just talk about the series real quick. So
0: we're just gonna <laughs> act like that didn't happen. Please.
1: so anyways he's taken uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I need a moment to adjust here you knew what the word meant and you knew how to say it because you said his name is Rune like you ruined something so you could also say that word ruin, but for whatever reason you thought his name was like
1: they don't just leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay let me just talk about the series oh then. please
0: talk about the the series so
1: anyways they're he's taken to like this who island is r- ruin oh he's taken to an an island to a um a to like
0: c- ancient ruins
1: <laughs> i swear i want to <laughs> punch you <laughs> So anyways, he's put on this island in this, it's like a, it's supposed to be like a prison, but there's only three other guys there.
0: Oh, I remember you telling me about this.
1: And they all have to wear ankle bracelets, but they can go outside and stuff. And it's real weird because he's like, I don't even know what I'm actually being charged with. There's only one lady there that they call Keep because she's the keeper. And then he finds out these other three guys' names who are Sin, Scar, and Burn because she gives them nicknames because she doesn't care about them. She's not going to call them by their real names. Okay. So Sin's actual name is Sinclair. Scar has a scar in his face. And Byrne is a pyromaniac. So she, like, dehumanizes them. Okay. Turns out they're all actually brothers. The other three have figured it out. And now they. Are you work. sure
0: Byrne's name just wasn't Barn?
1: <laughs> no, it's Jameson, really. Okay. So, anyways, they figure out that they're all brothers. But there's a fifth bracelet there. So they're expecting another brother to come. They don't know why they, they later find out why that they have all been in prison and hidden away. But when the fifth So the person- dude's
0: name is Sinclair, that's his first name. Mm-hmm. His name is Sinclair. Yeah. Someone was just like, you're know-
1: Scottish, I don't know.
0: Oh well, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know how they do things in Scotland.
1: <laughs> so anyways, when the fifth person comes is when they decide they have to get out of there. Because, again, they're like in between the ages of 16 and 20. Mm -hmm. They're expecting another guy about the same age to come. What ends up coming is a six-year-old girl that they obviously know is their sister. Gotcha. So now they have to escape. So each book is about one of the guys and his love interest, but it's actually all about their family and how they're trying to keep each other safe and figure out this whole plot against them and everything. Dude, I
0: feel like every book that you tell me about these, like, most of them sound like such good stories.
1: They are good stories. That's I, I don't read spicy books just for the spice. They're good plots. There's suspense. Like, I'm like, okay, well, what, what about this person? Did you ever figure out where they were or how you're going to get them out of jail because they've been falsely imprisoned or something like that? There's always some, like, conniving. That's why I like the darker... Um, romance better too is there's more suspense there's more, yeah. a bigger plot going on okay and then the other book I read was Salem's lot and I was very happy that is the first Stephen King book you recommended for I'm me. not an idiot I it, know what I'm doing it was such a great book
0: yeah, I know I know what I'm doing
1: yeah you do
0: I'm not gonna there's have comments. you I'm not gonna have you start on the gunslinger yeah <laughs> like that's that, that, yeah that's so Torment. That's after you're, after you're a big Stephen King fan, you read those and then you wonder the whole time why you even exist. I,
1: I definitely will be reading more Stephen King. That's right. So I'm at 97 out of my goal was 20. <laughs> so now I feel like I have to get to 100, but we're in December and that means I have to read three more
0: books. Dude, you read three books a week sometimes.
1: So I'm still reading Catcher in the Rye. Uh huh. All I need to do is sit down in the afternoon and finish that. I am also reading um, A History of Wild Places.
0: Which sounds really fun, so, honestly. I like the I like the sound of this book.
1: And, of course, Catching the Rye is not spicy. This is not a spicy book either. But this book, A History of Wild, Wild Places, it's really cool because it starts off with this guy. He's been hired by this family to find their daughter. She's been missing for five years. She's, like, in her mid-20s. She's also an author. And... He has a special way of tracking down missing people. So he follows where he knows she's been. And he gets way, way out in the woods. Like he drives his truck back there. His truck ends up getting stuck. Then he gets to this place called Pastoral, which he had kind of heard about, but he couldn't figure out what it was. I still don't know exactly what happened to those two people because now we're talking about the people who live on this <clears throat> commune con Pastoral. But it's way, way out in the woods. It started in the 70s. We're now in our time period in the 2000s.
0: Good job knowing <laughs> where we are. It looked like why it are, took you a second. You You're like, <laughs> we're now in our time period, which is like now.
1: I kind of actually had to rem- to remember that we're not in the early 2000s, though. Because when I say 2000s, I'm like, it just started. It's been going on for 22 years.
0: Depends on how Almost you look at it.
1: Almost 23. But, um... And the... It kind of gives me village-ish type vibes. Mm-hmm. Because they the don't... The village. The village, yeah. They don't leave because they think that there's something called rot that is off their, their commune and that they'll get sick if they leave. Yeah. Some people are even scared of the rain because they think it'll come in and, and wash the rot in. And mm, so they they'll stay. all be ruined. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll all stay in their houses.
0: Rotten I, ruined.
1: I hate you so much.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you don't, though.
1: I don't. Thank you for... I will say thank you for correcting me because I hate when people constantly say things wrong and someone corrects them and they'll be like i just can't say it the right way i'm like you totally can if you try i mean
0: i would almost believe you if you didn't say it in the same sentence yeah that's what was weird is that you're like his name's ruin you know like you ruin everything and i'm like you just said two different things so are you getting a phone call your
1: sons are calling answer it i guess all right hello mom yeah (laughs) When will you guys be home? Tomorrow. Oh, okay, so it's tonight. Why? I just need to know. Oh no! What? What
0: are you doing wrong? What? What are you doing wrong? Making sure that you have enough time to clean it up before we get home. No, I'm not doing anything. Uh, Nana can tell you that I'm not doing anything. Look, like we're gonna believe her. Would you? Would can... you kidnap her? Did you t- tie her up? Put her in the closet? And you're gonna make her say things? No.
1: Oh, uh, you're gonna be home because be I miss you guys. Aw, we miss you. Baby. Wait, is this Holden? Yes.
0: <laughs> That's the. That, what have you done with my son?
1: He loves us. You're mean.
0: I'm not mean. I
1: love you. I I miss you. You didn't,
0: dude. You didn't even give me a hug bye when we left. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, the other two did, and Holden just got out and walked down to Aunt Am's house.
1: <laughs> he hugged you in his mind. All right. Well, if you would walk them in like I did, you wouldn't ah, even care early. to walk them it's in. too early. All right. Well, we'll be home tomorrow. Okay, baby?
0: Love you, kid. Okay,
1: bye. Love you. Bye. You're so mean to him.
0: Nah, he did something wrong. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, God, when are we going to be home? He's like, do I have time to clean up this mess? <laughs> when are you going to be home? How, how long does it take Amazon to ship a new TV to us? Because <laughs> I broke it. So, all right. Is that all with your books?
1: Uh, yeah, so I got to read these two and then... I've got to find a third book that hopefully I can read quickly. Another uh, phone call. Of course, they're calling
0: us again. It's not like we're doing anything. Um, can I
1: go get a game from the shed? What game?
0: Uh, what game? Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, I love you. I love you.
0: Okay. <laughs> we're just leaving that in. He
1: probably already got it.
0: Oh, 100%. That's what it was, is that they broke something whenever they went in there to get it, and now they're covering all their tracks. Yeah. Yeah, and Nan is in on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably. So, all
0: right, let's uh, let's get, let's get into some shows we've been watching. We've been watching some good movies. Let's oh, talk yeah. about that.
1: What we we
0: Man, I feel like that we've we've been trying really hard. So, like, one thing that we did was we tried to. Um, we tried to, like, find – what was it? We lo- we looked up, like, the uh,
1: oh
0: best horror movies of 2022. Yeah. And we were just going to go through – and it was, like, according to, like, Rotten Tomatoes or something, we were just going to go down the list and, like, mm-hmm. watch all of them. And we would actually already watched quite a few. Yeah. So the first one that was on the list was a movie called Sissy. Mm-hmm. And uh, – now, this is an Australian horror movie, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I – the – I guess you caught on to the theme before I did. Mm -hmm. The whole theme of the movie is like who you portray yourself as being on social media typically isn't who Mm -hmm. you really are. Right. So you could have like a lot of people follow you and think that you're one thing when in reality you're another. Mm -hmm. Um, You caught on to that like way early Mm -hmm. on in the movie. It took me a little longer to figure that
1: out. Yeah, without spoiling anything, the the main girl, Sissy, she has a social media account where she like promotes – mental health and wellness and stuff so you start the movie seeing her making her um her videos yeah and she's got this pink backdrop and she's got plants and like a diffuser and she just looks so calm and serene and like watching that you would think oh my gosh her life is great she has herself put together as soon as it's over it's over she gets up she has one corner of her house that looks like that yeah the rest is a absolute wreck yeah she like goes from having her you know she's not dressed up but she's got like a tank top on her hair's up she looks like she actually got up and and took care of herself that day when in reality she's like most other people who are sitting around their house and are like yeah yeah I'm going to have stained-up sweatpants on right. and a dirty hoodie, and I'm going to go get that pizza out of the fridge that's probably been sitting there for a day or two. She's got pizza Whoa, boxes stacked calm up. calm down with that. No, I'm saying that's how most of us are. Oh, okay. Are. I was
0: going to say, because that's delicious and flavor. Yes.
1: No. And and she just goes, but, like, she gets all of her serotonin off of her likes and her comments. Because yeah, yeah. then she immediately gets on her, her phone, and you... It will show like the things popping up on our phone, like the hearts and, and oh my God, you're doing so great. Right. And y- you know, you're. Her identity. only
0: validation is yes. from. It's from all these media. strangers yeah. on
1: social media, which
0: brings up a good point. Please like and share uh, this podcast. <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't care.
1: Yeah, But it's. It, it is very interesting. It was,
0: and I thought it was like a decent movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the number one horror movie of the year. No. I do not agree with that at all, but I think it was a decent movie. It's definitely worth watching if you like uh, horror movies. There was some stuff that was in it where I was like, it's kind of um, not believable. There was mm-hmm. some stuff where I'm just like, ah, I don't really I don't really believe that, but it, I mean, it is what it is.
1: Because... It, other than those few things, this whole concept can 100% happen. Right.
0: No, for sure. So. Yeah. So that was a decent movie. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Smile. Yes. Uh, Smile is a movie that I've been on the fence about watching all mm-hmm. year since, since I've seen anything about it. Because I was like, I feel like this is going to be a good movie, but at the same time, I'm worried that it's going to be snakes in the snakes in the tummy, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Mm-mm. I thought it was going to be because it has to do with possession. Mm-hmm. And I've said it before: I will watch someone get ripped apart, but I want their soul to stay intact. Right. I just don't like possession right. stuff. Um, and I it don't does like
1: that, and I don't. I don't like the concept of, <clears throat> of someone losing their mind, and I think more so that because. That happens to people,
0: right? And that's and like that's a big scary fear of mine.
1: because, well, yeah, I mean, it's no, it's one of my greatest I know, fears. I know,
0: I'm scared that but I will one day go crazy.
1: I'm not scared I'll one day go crazy, but I'm scared of losing my mind enough, like as an elderly person, yeah, to where I forget who my family and friends are. And that, no, nah, I, I don't cause care about that. I don't care about any of that. No. I'm
0: worried that, like, right now, you're not real. Yeah. I'm worried like right now I'm not even in a hotel somewhere. Yeah. And, and then and then I'm going to be mad because I'm like, oh, this is the best I could come up with is this, <laughs> is this weird stay but, in Nebraska.
1: But it is scary because I watched um, a guy on um, TikTok, I think, who has schizophrenia mm-hmm. and he has a dog. And he will say hi to the people who are not there. If his dog does not acknowledge them, he knows they're not there. Oh, wow. His dog is it's a service, like a service dog. Animal. Yeah. And that's the that's dog's job. That's really cool.
0: Job. We don't deserve puppies.
1: I know. but
0: They're aliens.
1: I just thought, for one, imagine if the dog wasn't there. But for two, still how scary that is when yeah. the dog doesn't acknowledge and he's like, I know they're there. I see them. Yeah, but I also know they're not because he doesn't like. But that's what if and scary. what if the dog
0: is just having a bad day? Yeah, and there's really someone there, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, well, I guess they're just not here."
1: Yeah, that's and they're wild. like talking to you, or maybe it's an emergency, and they're trying to. They're like, "We have to leave right now," and you're yeah. like, "Oh no, you're not here because he's not acknowledging you." That's wild. But dude. I think in those instances, like that's what the dogs there for, and those dogs typically sure. don't like. Yeah, but I'm strip. just saying, like,
0: what if he's got a cold? And he's just like I don't even want to. I don't want to mess with these people. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Smile is a good movie though. It stars um, I cannot remember her name. It is Kevin Bacon's daughter, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Uh-huh. Um, looks a lot like her dad. I think I, they have the exact same eyes. Um, I thought it was
1: more their mouth.
0: It might, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, and then her mom, what's her name? Kira said said. Sed- the person that
1: Kevin Bacon's been married to yeah. forever. Since
0: like the 80s or something like mm-hmm. that. So anyways, the movie's really good. It is scary. There's some very scary parts, mm-hmm. um, but not overly scary. Here's my thing about this movie is that there was a couple of very graphic, gory scenes. Mm-hmm. I felt like the movie actually would have been better if those scenes were not there. Right. Right. What the the movie that it really reminded me of the most was a Denzel Washington movie called Fallen. Oh, Denzel yeah, yeah. Washington, and John Goodman. I that's it. That might be my favorite Denzel Washington movie. Mm. It is such a good movie. If good you've movie. not seen Fallen, watch this movie. Mm. It is so good. It reminded me of that a really? lot. Yes, but it was too gory. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me of that of, of by the whole concept of there's passing something it on Yeah. Pa- the passing it on. There's something that no one else believes that I believe mm-hmm. there's something I have to get to the bottom of this before it destroys me. Mm-hmm. Like there was a, there was a lot of similarities between the two films. So I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I would have, as someone who loves horror movies and loves, you know, like I don't mind seeing gore and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like that's fine. Put it in the movie. I don't care. But I just thought that like this movie specifically didn't need it the story was so good and everything that was going on was so good. I just, I thought that that maybe some people who I I feel like you could have reached a wider audience if you wouldn't have had that stuff in there because it was a very good mystery movie. Mm -hmm. But you know, in the end they still made a really good movie that I a hundred percent think deserves to be on the, the list of top movie horror Mm -hmm. movies of 2022. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So what was the, uh, the next one that we watched?
1: Uh, vivarium
0: yeah like vivarium or vivarium which basically we had to look up what that means and it Mm. basically means aquarium aquarium yeah yeah. like a terrarium or something like that um this has jesse eisenberg and um i i don't remember what the other actor's name is that was in it Mm. um the only reason i remember jesse eisenberg is because he lives in bloomington so his name comes up a lot since he's like the one of the only famous people who lives in our town. Her
1: name is Imogene Poots.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this this movie. I don't either. So I liked aspects of it. I thought that the ending was god awful. hmm Um, so bad. And that's that brings me up that brings me to this topic that I would like to discuss right okay. now. I am tired. I'm sick and tired of movies not having an ending. Yeah. And I'm not even saying a bad ending. I'm just tired of movies just ending.
1: Yeah, with no explanation. The whole <clears> concept <throat> of it's up to the audience. No, no, no. If I wanted that, I'd make my own story. It's up to you. Yeah,
0: you tell me what's going on. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. That's like me doing a joke and not doing a punchline and just being like, you guys think about how funny this would be. if you Like, what's the end? Mm-hmm. You think about how good it would yeah. be. It's it's very frustrating to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like more and more movies are doing this to where they there's this huge buildup. It's, it's such a good story, amazing mm-hmm. acting. I love the movie, and then it just ends, mm-hmm. or they just, like, they don't put a bow on it. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, I want yeah, closure. The, yeah. I want closure, like... I've said it. Barbarian is probably my favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. I think Barbarian is a fantastic movie because, A, it's not the movie that you think you're going to see. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a twist in this, but it's also like three or four different kinds of movies in one. Mm-hmm. The best thing about Barbarian is it ends. Mm-hmm. There's an ending to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It tell. Not only is there an ending, but it explains why everything happened. Yeah. I yeah. think that's my biggest thing is like, I don't care if you just end the movie or whatever, mm-hmm. but you have to you have to tie up all of your loose ends. Yes. Otherwise, to me, that's lazy writing. Yeah. Like what are what are you doing? I feel like people have great ideas for movies mm-hmm. and then they don't follow through with them. Right. It's almost like they just have like one concept of an idea for a movie and they put that little concept together and then they go to these people and they're like, "I can make this movie." And they're like, "That sounds like a good movie. You should make it." And then whenever they make it, they're like, yeah, well we're not going to we're not going to explain all of this and if you don't get it you're just not smart enough to get the right. movie. Like, if you but, watch but Vavarian, the there's no way you would understand what's but going on. That's
1: the thing is like, but it didn't come from my head.
0: Right? Yeah, if I didn't... If it came this from my head, idea.
1: I would know. I, yeah. I would have changed this and that. And, and even if I think of an like idea,
0: this. is that the idea that you were going with? Yeah. And they're like, well, that's the fun of it. You get a... And it's like, it's not a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah.
1: And I don't want to. That's why I watch the movie is yeah. I want to watch a story. Yeah.
0: This isn't a Goosebumps choose-your-own-adventure.
1: like... So, storytelling, obviously, is something that has gone on for centuries and eons and it's something you do with your kids when you're putting them to bed so think about that your kid wants to sleep or something yeah so you're gonna tell them a story and you end the book not because they fall asleep but you just stop before the last page and you tell your sweet little child now the fun is is you get a lay in bed and try to sleep and figure out how our story would have ended
0: just tell me. Just
1: tell them. Because even
0: if I come up with a really good idea, it's I'm still, still not wonder, the story. I'm
1: still going to wonder if that's the I, real ending. I'm
0: so sick of it. Like, so much so to where I, I'm writing movies. Mm-hmm. Just because I want to see endings. Yeah. And I'm just so frustrated by it. I don't understand. Like, why, when did we stop doing that? Like, do people know. think that we're like, oh, well, we're just, as a society, we, we've, we've gone beyond that. We don't need to know what's in the mm-hmm. box. You just figure out what's in the box. No, I need to know that that's Brad Pitt's wife in the box. Mm-hmm. I need to know that's a head in the box. And I need to know
1: why her y- head is y- yes, in the box. Yes,
0: just explain yeah. things to me. Uh, fine, I'm stupid, whatever. Yeah. Also, I'm watching fine. movies, so how smart do you think I am? You know? <laughs> hey. I'm just saying.
1: Well, we're going to keep up with this theme by going on to Scare Me.
0: Yeah, No. okay, I will say that Scare Me at least had... Kind of an ending.
1: Yeah, but it it left it left too much to be desired. Too
0: much. It was fun. That whole movie was fun. Mm -hmm. Scare me was a very fun movie throughout the entire thing until the end.
1: Mm,
0: But you were bored.
1: I yeah, I disagree. The last like ten minutes or so should have happened. Like the suspense, Mm -hmm. I feel like should have happened more. And maybe not even in the middle, but definitely at the beginning of the last third of the movie. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And then picked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was definitely slow and there was but also like I don't know when they made that movie and there was only like four people in it. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know if they were just trying to like Well, I know it came out this year. I'm just yeah. saying like I don't know when, when was they it filmed it. Yeah.
1: So was it during the right. pandemic I and mean, stuff. and yeah. it might have been. We did, we have seen a lot of um, movies come out here lately where they have one location, very minimal cast. Which I like. Uh, and that's, yeah.
0: I actually really enjoy yeah. that. Um, in fact, we are actually getting ready to start writing a movie. Mm-hmm. Me and you together. Yeah. And that is basically... So it's, I'm
1: sorry, everyone. Yeah, that's... he's involving me, so... Yeah,
0: no, you're great. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. But it's basically one location with two... Actors throughout the whole movie until the very end and then Mm -hmm. there's like a third third actor that comes in but it's just very minimal Mm -hmm. I I do enjoy that but also that makes it hard because you have to like really pick the right people to be in it you have to make sure that it's a compelling story and everything Mm so I don't know I mean I'm excited about it but we decided to write this movie because we were like so tired of movies not having an ending Mm -hmm. not understanding motives not understanding where all of this came from mm-hmm. sometimes it's okay i get yeah. it like every now and then it's okay to not know where. like well what where well, what was that where did it come from that's fine but you have to have something for us mm-hmm. and i feel like anymore like movies just don't care
1: yeah so continuing on this this did give us an ending um but there was also a few unexplained things like, well, w- what happened to this person? This person's still around fresh.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think that, that that was only, like, one thing that didn't really give yeah. us an ending. Other than that, like, there was closure. Yeah. There was closure in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um And it also explained everything. Mm-hmm. Like where it all started, why he was doing what he was doing, and stuff. So that movie, I think is, I think we were just so frustrated with movies not giving us endings that that we're looking for. Like, no, you better finish all of it. Yeah. So I think that that was the issue with that. But but
1: it did. That was a very fun explaining on why everything was happening the way it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I did. I did like the movie. It's a little gross
0: no it's very, it's gross. very gross it's yeah. very gross it's um i don't want to give anything away because we didn't know what what we were no it was just a movie that was on the list and we're like okay we'll we'll watch this but it basically has to do with the dating scene and being careful who you go on dates yeah. with um uh so but yeah i i did enjoy it i thought it was uh actually it's got um what's that dude's name um sebastian this. Stan no. or oh, whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, he's Bucky.
0: Yeah, isn't that his name Sebastian yeah. Stan? Which is like, isn't that backwards? Shouldn't his name be like Stanley Sebastian? <laughs> Sebastian Stan? His last name's Stan? Yeah. Two first don't names. Quick don't being trust judgmental. I'm judgmental. I am, though, and I'm not going to stop. All right, what else? Is that it? Nope. <laughs> As in the movie, nope. Yeah. we watch? <laughs> nope. Okay, yep, nope. Did we watch? Yep. Uh, nope. Jordan so, Beale's newest movie.
1: So hold on, I want I want want to talk about this first because we talked about wanting to watch this movie on our last podcast, yeah, and I was against it, right? Because I talked about how Jordan Pillow does elevated horror and it's a little bit too much, and he's really messed with me a few times, yeah, and I was not excited to watch Nope.
0: But we watched Smile, yeah, and you were like, if I can watch this, I can probably watch Nope.
1: Nope is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's yes. not what you think it is. It, it's it's not like his other
0: movies. Yeah, it's not a it's not a horror movie. No, I mean there's scary ish stuff that happens, yeah. but it's a sci-fi movie.
1: Yeah, and it's it's great. I absolutely love it.
0: I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, there's some there were some things in it that I was like I could have done had more of or yeah. less of, and then there are some unexplained things in it, hmm. but. I th- I think if you watch the movie more than once, or if you watch it with a very critical eye, that those things are actually explained mm-hmm. more than you think. Yeah. He's just a very deep writer. So yeah. you re- really have to pay attention to his his films. Mm-hmm. But I liked I, it. I did. I, I yeah. really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot.
1: And then movies that I have watched, Um, I had some lazy days. I had days off here recently, and I had lazy days, and... I was reading, but at the same time, I've kind of been in a movie-watching mood, so I had the boys in the room with me, and I was like, let's watch the first Fast and Furious movie, so we watched it, and I was like, well, let's watch the second one, because that's where I got Roman's name from. And those are,
0: just so we know, everyone's yeah. clear. Yeah. I got my son Roman's name from, he agreed from Days of Our Lives.
1: So when I, I got the name from the Too Fast, Too Furious, just because I really like the name. It's a good movie, but I wasn't like in love with the movie. So I presented the name to Jake and I said, how about Roman? And he said, yeah. He said, I always did like him on Days of Our Lives. And I was like, not where I got it from, <laughs> but okay.
0: Hey, listen. Uh, I watched a little bit of Days of Our Lives in my time. A lot of it, yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, um, and then I was like, "Well, I've never seen Tokyo Drift." Stefano. So, <laughs> Stefano. Uh, and I ended up watching, binge watching the first seven movies. The last couple, um, I have to rent. There's no streaming service where it's just readily <clears> available. <throat> But so I'll watch them. But um, that last one, I really, really got me. I cried like a baby.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fine.
1: So, but they're good. They're good movies. I like them. Yeah. They're a little ridiculous in some. They're parts, pretty. Real.
0: They keep getting more and more ridiculous as it goes I on. But they're good. I like them. Yeah. I like them. They're all right. All right. Is that all? That's it. All right. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of stuff there to unpack. Mm-hmm. But it was it was it was fun. Um, so we're going to skip mental health mm-hmm. because we're going to talk a little bit about that.
1: Not really like in life. <laughs> no, no no no.
0: We're just going to jump right into tots and in mental health together. Before we do that though, we do want to say thank you to a few people. Ooh, thanks to us. Patreon supporters
1: Yeah Thanks to all Our Patreon supporters
0: So yeah, thank you very much to our Patreon supporters, everybody who has Reached out to us, helped the show. Thank you. Uh, We really do appreciate it. Sometimes it kind of blows our mind that the show about us just talking about our lives and what we're doing, reading, and watching has helped people. Uh, The messages that we've gotten from people, it really helps us a lot. So if you want to help us on Patreon and support the show, go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed and choose the tier that works best for you. And we love you, and we just really appreciate you being there for us. So hopefully the show gives you something, and we appreciate if you're able to give something to us. Now, let's get into tots. Whoa, here's the
1: tots, the topic of today's show. Whoa, here's the tots, laugh and be blessed.
0: I don't know if. Saying I'm excited for today's thoughts is correct, because I don't think I'm excited about it. It is, it has to be discussed. Yeah. This is something that we have to talk about.
1: This was interesting.
0: Okay, so currently we're in Norfolk, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I came out here uh, to do a, a corporate gig, which basically means that a, a company hired a comedians to come into work like their Christmas uh party yeah and it's as bad as it sounds mm-hmm. like corporate gigs are never that fun mm-hmm. I haven't done a lot of them but the ones that I've done I've done enough to know like they're not great people don't care that much about the comedy they're just there to get drunk and have fun yeah so they don't care about who's talking so luckily she was able to come with me I was very excited about that so you know, we figured out the kid situation with our moms, and we drove 11 hours here. Um, beautiful. Drive. Yeah, beautiful resort, by mm-hmm. the way. We're in a very nice room. In a lodge. In a lodge. It's very, very nice. So we got in yesterday, and the show is at 8 o'clock, or 8.30. We get in early enough, we take a nap, we get ready to go to the show, uh, we get there. Now, I'm co-headlining. Originally, I was supposed to headline this show. Mm-hmm and it was just supposed to be me but then they reached out and I guess they wanted more time and they actually wanted two comedians to come in so they asked if I would be okay with co-headlining with this other comedian and I said yeah you know that's fine it was a little less money which was kind of like that's frustrating but you know whatever it's for them so what am I going to do argue with them Mm -hmm. so I'm co-headlining with someone I've never met before I'm not going to say his name but I'm co-headlining with this guy. I've never met him before. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, looked up, like, his social media. He doesn't have a very big social media presence, which kind of worried me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, some he's an older guy. A lot of older guys don't mess with social media. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever. It's, it's probably not that big of a deal. We get to the show last night, and I told Chi, I'm like, you know, I'm going to try to go up first because I don't know who this guy is. I don't want him to go up and, like, wreck the room, and then I have to try to recover, because that happens a lot. If you don't know the comic and you go, they could do horrible, and then you have to, like, the first part of your act is you trying to pull out of this hole. Or they could, like, completely crush Mm
1: -hmm.
0: with the same material that you have or something. Like, there's so many different things that could, could happen. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm... I'm gonna to try to just go up first because most comics don't want to. They don't want to go up first.
1: Mm-hmm. I want someone else to gauge the room. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we get there and he's already there, and I had asked him, and you know he's like an older guy, looks like Santa Claus, mm-hmm. he's got big white beard, uh, white hair. And, you know, kind of a a jolly looking guy, large, you know. And uh, I was, I said, you know, you want me to go ahead and go up first tonight? He's like, actually, you know, I think I'm going to go up first. He's like, if you don't mind. He said, I had a, a long drive today. I drove in from Denver. It's about eight hours. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I drove in about 10 and a half, 11 hours. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I, I got a migraine. He's like, come up with all these excuses to for him to go up first. And I'm not going to argue with him. I'm trying to be professional. I was like, you mm-hmm. know what, if you want to go up first, Go ahead, not a big deal. So he goes up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let me promise this by saying when they when they got this email that they were told that this needed to be a clean show. So
0: it's a corporate gig. It's All a, corporate gigs, yeah. for the most part, unless they specify, should be clean because mm-hmm. it's a professional environment.
1: Right, and um, clean typically means little to no cussing. Right. Um,
0: nothing perverted, nothing
1: perverted. You can do like windows. Yeah. Um, and as I feel always should be nothing involving politics or right race, especially or if religion you, or religion, but, um, race, especially if, if you're a white dude.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he, he got up and almost instantly he, well, he, the, his first sentence was cussing. Mm hmm. Which again, I mean, it is what I don't care. Like I, dude, I work with Donnie Baker and Jason Mewes. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't care. I find that comedy to be funny sometimes mm-hmm. if you do it right. Um, and he was funny. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Is like this guy was making me laugh. He was very funny, but he did not read the room. Mm-mm. He he was vulgar. He uh, started like kind of hitting on this lady in the front row that just so happened to be married to the boss.
1: One of them it was the boss's table yeah so.
0: and he was like being kind of perverted towards her he started making like not racist comments but he made a comment about someone's race mm-hmm. that was like dude we I get that you weren't racist mm-hmm. but you don't know that dude like just right. just be professional if you're in a yeah. comedy club it's a completely different situation but you're at a professional banquet. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got people just sitting around like sipping on alcoholic beverages and like this is their Christmas party they've been waiting for all year. Yeah. And you all of a sudden come up and are just like very aggressively saying things that most people don't want to hear in this atmosphere. Yeah. So anyways, I go to the bathroom. I don't think it's that big of a deal because he's getting laughs. I think it's funny. Right. And and I even looked over at you at one point and said, oh, okay, so we don't have to be that clean. I was like, Okay. I was like cool because you know i mean i don't mind working clean but it's it's better if i just don't have that like stipulation not
1: overly vulgar or dirty anyway right. so the few like cuss words that you throw in there
0: yeah they're not that big of a deal right. but it's like i just like so if you, to know if you know
1: you don't have to think about that yeah that then i could like just that. say whatever yeah. right
0: so i go to the bathroom i come out of the bathroom and she is standing there with the um the lady who booked the show and uh, some guy. and some guy who looks very professional, like he's someone important. Mm-hmm. And I walk over and Chia goes, Oh, you're in trouble. I
1: was joking. Cause they were just looking for you and I
0: didn't know. So I guess they came up and asked Chia, they were like, are you the other comedian's wife? And she said, yeah. And they said, do you know where he's at? And she's like, he's in the restroom. And then they just stood there. They didn't say anything else. They just stood there and waited. So I came up, she introduced me to him and his, he said, okay, so, um, are you going to do this? And I was like, I'm sorry, what do you mean? He's like, Are, is your act like his? I said, Well, I mean, I'm I'm confused. What do you mean, like like his? I was like, I mean, I just tell stories and stuff. And he's like, Are you dirty? And I was like, only on the outside. <laughs> like I I was like, No, I was I was like, We were specifically told that this is a clean show. Mm-hmm. So no, I won't I won't be dirty. And he's like, Okay, well that's good, because um we don't like this. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah. And then I noticed that a lot of tables were gone. Yeah. And I guess, and I found out later that uh, people were so offended that they got up and left, and the boss had to chase them down outside and apologize and and try to talk them into coming back in. Yeah. And some of them came in and just stayed at the bar, but most, like a lot of people just left. So now there's like 450, 460 people at this show last night.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So. We're both supposed to do 40 to 45 minutes a piece. This guy's about 25 minutes into his set. And th- another boss comes up to me and says, hey, what do you want me to say when I bring you on stage? And I was like, you could just, you know, just you don't have to say anything like major. You just say that I filmed my first TV special this year and you can just say my name. That way you at least let them know, hey, this is a comedian. Uh, he's done stuff. He's mm-hmm. not just the guy that we found at, in the dumpster out back. And he, so he goes, okay. He goes, are you good? And I thought he meant, are you good? Like, do you need a drink or anything? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. Thanks, man. And he walks right up on stage and rips the microphone out of bad Santa's hand. (laughs) He ripped the mic right out of this guy's hand. It was
1: very awkward. It
0: was so awkward because Because the guy had no idea because he thought he was doing good because he was getting laughs. Yeah. But he was only getting laughs from some of the people and the other people were mortified. Yeah. Like, is that a word? Yeah. Okay. They were, uh, ruined. They were ruined. Uh, he ruined the show. Shut up. Uh, so keep he, going with your story. He just goes up and he rips the mic out of this dude's hand and the guy looks at him like confused and the boss pushes him not like hard, like not like he me. Like nudges, he nudges him. him towards the state and he goes, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's enough of that. And the guy's like, what? And the guy comes walking up towards me. Because at this point, I'm like, oh, I'm going on stage. So I start walking towards the stage. And now this guy is standing in between me and the stage, the other comedian is. And he's like, "What's that was weird, right? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. And he's not letting me buy him. Yeah. So the boss is on stage. And the boss goes... Uh, We apologize for that. You know, we had no idea that was going to happen. We are so sorry if anyone was offended. That was horrible. We did not know that was going to happen. So sorry. Hopefully your next comedian is better. Give it up for Jake Rubel. Mm -hmm. That's how he introduced me. Mm -hmm. By basically apologizing and saying, this is bad. Hopefully this guy can save us. But the dude is still in my way. Yeah. So I can't get to the stage yet. So people haphazardly start clapping. They're so confused Mm -hmm. because some of them hated what just happened. Now they're nervous. They're worried. The other people were like, what are you talking about? That was a lot of fun. What do you Mm -hmm. mean? Should I not have laughed? And that's like, there's this this
1: whole awkward vibe, but going on through the whole room.
0: It's so weird. And there's like, again, there's like 400, you know, some people left, but there's still at least 400 people in this room. Mm -hmm. And like, 25 people are clapping. Mm -hmm. But I can't get to the stage because this guy's trying to talk to me. And I was just like, dude, move. Like, (laughs) I've got to go up now. (coughs) Excuse me. So I kind of skirt around him and I go up on stage. By the time I get on stage, it's dead silence in here Mm -hmm. now. And everyone's just kind of like looking at me. And I'm like... (laughs) Okay, so I'm like, uh, there's a million things running through my head. I'm like, do I call attention to what just happened? Mm -hmm. Do I make fun of that guy? What do I do? And I was like, you know what? Ignore it. Pretend Mm -hmm. like that didn't even happen. Oh, yeah. Just do your material. I think
1: it would have been worse if you had brought it up.
0: So I just started getting into my material. And it took me about five minutes to get people to be like, okay, this is going to be fine. And then, like, I noticed a lot of the bosses came back over and sat down because, like, he walked half the table of the bosses left.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm like five. I think five, to
1: go find people.
0: Probably. So like whenever I'm like five minutes into the set, like I start seeing tables fill back up. People are laughing. People are turning in their seats and watching me now. Like it's, I'm like, okay, I, I got them now. Like we're fine. But it was a struggle the entire mm. time. And, and I, I was watching my, I was watching the clock and I was like, the moment I hit 40 minutes, I'm done. Yeah. I have to be. And once it was like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes left of my set, People were just done mm-hmm. because a they were confused by what happened. B, um, it was a lo- too long of a show, and anyway. it yeah. should have only been
1: one comedian.
0: One comedian, or if it was two of us, we should have done a half hour or twenty-five minutes apiece. Yeah, like forty-five minutes to an hour is is more than enough time. Yeah. So
1: the only time you can go longer is. If you're at a club and people are there for comedy.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, something like that. But, like, this situation, like, half the people probably didn't even know there was going to be comedians. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just there for the Christmas party and and to win a TV or something. They don't care about anything else. So, anyways... (laughs) Uh, like the Christmas parties, like the jobs that I've had, that we've had Christmas parties that we've went to, like, could you imagine if there was a comedian whenever I worked at ASI? That'd have been so awkward and horrible.
1: I think the entertain, the only entertainment you need is a DJ.
0: Yes. yeah, A DJ, DJ maybe maybe a band, maybe a band, like a live band. Don't do, I mean, keep doing it. Keep doing comedy for your corporate (laughs) events because it's good money and I do appreciate it. And we get to stay in this luxurious resort. So, anyways, um, I I finish, and I'm, like, scoping out. Like, at first, I'm trying to see if this guy's getting reamed. I can't see him while I'm on stage. I get done. I guess while I was on stage, he came up back up on stage and got stuff he left.
1: Yeah, he didn't come on stage, but he went to the side of it, which I was like, okay, well, that's distracting because everyone just seen you get kicked off the stage. Right.
0: And I didn't even see him do that.
1: Now he was going up while you were up there. I'm on the side of the building that has the door. Yeah. And all these people are leaving because now it's gone on too long and right. people like it's it's past nine thirty. It's Friday night. People have kids to get home to or yeah. they had I've got plans like six to go to tables bar. that are yeah.
0: laughing at me and the rest of people are just like and not I'm, into it.
1: I am like I feel so awkward and I'm so nervous because all I can hear is the conversations that people are having as they're like saying bye to their friends. Right, say, right. I can't see the people that you can see. Yeah. I can't hear nothing. So I was I know. like, so you "What thought, is going on?" I know on? you thought that I was
0: just bombing so I bad because so you were on the opposite side of the building and I I didn't do great. But I, there's no way I could have unless I'm Dusty Slay or someone like that. There's no way I'm and it even him. I like set up
1: a bad. I feel bad like anyone
0: vibe. would have had yeah because like. It was just so strange, so awkward. So I get, I finish, I get off stage. The boss comes up to like, you know, thank everybody for coming out. And, he, you know, he kind of leads in. He's like, thank you. That that was great. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. I was like, Were you, are you happy with that? And he's like, yes, thank you. And I was like, okay, cool. So then he gets up and then doesn't even say anything about me. He just instantly goes, again, we apologize about the comedy tonight. And I was like, what did I do?
1: Yeah,
0: And, um.
1: Oh, he did say that was much better. Yeah,
0: he did. I guess that is true. He did go, and he said, that was much better. Yeah. Uh, but we we apologize. If anyone is offended, you know, please talk with us. We didn't know. So, <coughs> they're all terrified. <clears throat> the bosses and everyone's terrified that they're going to get, like, a lawsuit or something. They're so scared. Mm-hmm. And, um... So I'm talking with the people who booked the show, and like they're like, "Thank you very much." I have people coming up to me. They're like, "That was so funny. We had a great time. Thank you for coming out." Mm-hmm. A lot of the people were coming up and being like very complimentary to me and being very nice and everything, even though I felt like that was horrible. Um, we le- My phone starts ringing. Well, they
1: said the the lady who hired you said because uh, you were going to ask to be. Oh, first. that's right. That's
0: right. I, w- I told her. I said mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I went up because I said, I'm going to go find her. I want to tell her that I want to go up first tomorrow night. And I went up to her and she goes, so he's fired. Yeah. I was like, oh. And she goes, yeah, so he will not be back tomorrow night. It'll just be you. And I was like, okay, well, do you want me to do more time what do you want me to do and she goes what do you think and i was like 45 minutes is enough yeah i said for this 45 minutes that's enough time Mm -hmm. and she goes okay let's just plan on that and we'll probably start a little earlier It's only gonna be about half as many people here tomorrow night different people of Mm -hmm. course and i was like okay that's no problem i was like i'm really sorry you know that and she goes no you were great she's like we loved you Mm -hmm. um but yeah we we are not having him come back and i was like oh okay so then, like me and Sheo feel strange. My phone rings while we're talking to her, and of course, I don't answer it. We go outside and get in the car, and as soon as I get in the car, I have like multiple texts and phone calls, missed phone calls from the the uh, the booker who put the show together. Not her; mm-hmm. she's the one. She reached out to this she booker.
1: She contacted him,
0: yeah. Uh, and it's a guy I've worked with multiple times. I really enjoy working for him. He he's a good guy, and um, she uh. She had emailed him.
1: Yeah, already.
0: I had already emailed him because his texts were like, "What's going on? What happened tonight?" His, and he called me much time, so I answered the phone as soon as we got in the car. I Answered the phone, and I was like, "Hey, man!" And he goes, "What happened tonight?" And you know, I don't want to talk trash about a guy or anything like that. And I was like, "I just don't think he understood the assignment." Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, she was like, I don't know what his definition of clean is, but like. That was clean I, to some people. I was
1: going to say, I definitely heard dirtier. Right. But you've only been in this industry a few years, but I know what clean means in comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: treat it like you're at a church or something. Yeah. You know, like just treat it like there's kids in the audience. That's yeah. the way I look at it. If somebody says yeah. they want a clean show, I'm like, okay, there's six-year-olds in the in the crowd. Yeah you know stuff like that like yeah
1: that's what i meant like sometimes sexual innuendos are okay because it's it's funny enough for adults but enough to go over a kid's right. head like so, the kind of things where a, an adult is laughing and the kids going what yeah exactly you know
0: so i was just like you know i said he he did say some things that i thought like i wouldn't have you know said those things but again i'm not trying to talk trash about this guy but i have to be honest because this is the guy this is the guy that hired me so I was—I just was honest with him, and I told him a couple things that he said. I and I said they—they they were not happy. Mm-hmm. I said i am surprised by how upset they were. Honestly, yeah, I, I am, am surprised, surprised by, how ha- ha- yeah. yeah, because the of he, level of- yeah, because <laughs> I don't think he was that vulgar. Because they kept saying he was vulgar. Now mm-hmm. he did like multiple times. He was like, "I'm just horny," mm-hmm. and he kept saying that, which I thought was kind of strange. And then he was saying it to like a specific female multiple times and i was like okay like that's that's mm-hmm. just getting gross mm-hmm. and then like he he talked about like how large he was mm-hmm. in the pants mm-hmm. and not
1: in like extreme detail he just no, made a reference yeah to it. he's
0: just like i'm just kidding i'm huge you yeah. know like he would just say stuff yeah. like that but it's just like, yeah, just read the room, man. Like people aren't, mm-hmm. you got some people laughing, but the other people, I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made me laugh. And then he he, he did cross a lot a couple times, I thought. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, I, you know, I told this dude that and he's like, okay, you know, I understand. He's like, it's just shocking because like I he's never, I've used him before. I've never had a complaint. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if maybe this company just wanted to be like in charge. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, we didn't like that because they'd already changed the, the deal in the first place so anyways we get off the phone and he's like well it's just you tomorrow night and he's like i'm sorry i put you in a tough spot and i was like well you didn't do it man you know Mm -hmm. it's not your fault so we leave we go get something to eat and um whenever we leave the restaurant my phone rings and it's him again and i asked the phone i was like hey hey man what's up and he was like so they don't want you to come back either yeah and, and it was just silence because they were so nice to me afterwards, yeah. acted like they were very happy that I brought the show back, mm-hmm. um, and it was just quiet. And I was like, "Oh, okay. okay." And he goes, "They had very nice things to say about you. They said you didn't do anything wrong. You're not fired. <laughs>
1: You're not fired. That was my yeah." Favorite he's like, part. You're not, like, "You're not.
0: You're not fired. I feel like They're he's just fired." And I was like, "Well, what? Like, what is it?" And he was like. They were so put off by that guy that they're never doing comedy, comedy again. Yeah, I was like, wow. And he, yeah, I mean, he was rough, but, like, I think he just scared them. Yeah. To where it's just like, what if we get sued now? And they're yeah. like, we can't chance this. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, so do we have to leave? And he's like, well, the resort's already paid for both nights. They're paying you the uh, agreed amount yeah. for both shows. You just get a paid night off now. Yeah. So we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, go So... uh,
1: We should be getting ready right now.
0: Yeah, I should be... Yeah, getting ready to leave for the show right now. And instead, we're and our pj's hanging out in this resort recording a podcast about to do room service. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if room service is going to go on their card or not. Uh hopefully it does, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, and I I did text I did text the lady. I think she's over HR or something. Mm-hmm. I texted her the the one that I talked with earlier. And I just said, "Hey, uh, cuz she texted me before mm-hmm. uh before I got a phone call from my guy. She had texted and she was just basically like um we're not moving forward with the show tomorrow night. We are not going to be doing entertainment. This is just the decision we made. We will fulfill our contract and pay you the agreed amount upon. So that, that sounded, was that was it. So yeah. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. So I just texted her back and said, okay, I apologize if I said anything out of line. And she didn't text back for hours. hours. So like, And again,
1: we didn't leave until between 9.30 yeah. and 10.00. Um, she probably finally texts you back. It was when like midnight. Got, yeah. It
0: was like midnight whenever she texts back. And she just texts back, oh, no, you were completely fine. We had a good time with you. Um, The boss just doesn't want to do this anymore because the other comic left a bad taste in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, have mm-hmm. a great holiday. And she's like, you too, be safe getting home. I was like, well, at least they're being nice to me. Yeah. So we just basically... Came to Nebraska for <laughs> one show and then just got like a weird I'm, little
1: There's nothing here.
0: Oh, that's another <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's like we're in the middle of nowhere. It's not like we're like today we could be like, Oh, let's go let's go check out some sites, let's go do some stuff. No, we're in the middle of Nebraska. Jake There's nothing made me here. go to
1: Walmart in my jammies. <laughs> yeah. And when I was like, I can't go in this, he goes, We'll never see these people we're again. We're never gonna
0: see these people again. Who so, cares? Yeah. So that is the topic of the show. This is the worst. This <laughs> so, was the worst. Weir- I so mean, it's mental like so Mental
1: health. How's your mental health right now, babe?
0: It's better today that I've had time to process it. Now, last night it was very rough because yeah. that was a situation that was out of my control. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I kept telling myself, like, if I was a better comic, I could have saved the show and made them made them happy. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, No. No. They weren't even paying attention to me. By the time no. that I got on stage, the ones that were offended were either had either left or were so offended mm-hmm. that they hated me too.
1: Yeah.
0: Or the people that stayed didn't care enough. Like there's nothing. There was I nothing think I the could bosses do.
1: Bosses were so much in damage control yeah. mentality. Yeah. That they couldn't enjoy it like they should have been right. able to. I mean, they and like, that was the thing is like, like it was last night was like apologize. the show for most of the bosses. Yeah.
0: So most of the people in there were, like. leads and stuff Mm -hmm. it was like the boss night
1: yeah like the manager yeah yeah all that yeah
0: so last night my mental health very rough I was Mm -hmm. very stressed out I was like you know that I can't believe I got fired from a gig like how and then I the more I thought about it today like we you know we've kind of just relaxed today and stuff and the more I thought about it it was like no this is a good thing yeah it's a good thing. I don't like doing those shows very much. Mm-hmm. They're not all horrible. Sometimes you have like a really good time doing them. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, people don't care that you're there. Here's, it's you, not comedy here night. Here would
1: be my suggestion if anyone's wanting to hire a comedian for their corporate event. For one, make sure your employees know that yeah. a comedian is going to be there. Right. Don't just say entertainment. Say a comedian. Yeah. And then before the comedian comes up... Make sure you grab the entire room and say something like, we're going to have some laughs. Please give the comedian your attention. It's going to be great. Yeah, they never do that. They they don't. When when there's a comedian out there and people still go about their night and they chit chat, but then someone else is talking, everyone's voices rise, and then the people who want to enjoy the comedy can't hear anything. That's why whenever you go to a club, they say no table talk. Yeah. Because if you're, if me and you are talking and we're close,
0: no one can hear. Well,
1: me. I know. Okay, but people can see. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm never showing this.
1: So if me and you are talking and we're we're at a table. Well we might lean in. But right. then the people right behind us do it. So me and your voices have to get louder, even yeah. though we're right next and then it goes on and on and on. So that's why in a, a club they say don't <clears> do that. But when you're well, at and then a party also, like this.
0: Also like people are eating, people are getting up to get more food, to get up yeah. they're getting up and getting more drinks. There's no servers, so people yeah. are just constantly getting up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. People are going to the bathroom, people are going outside to smoke. Um, sometimes in between the two comics they'll have like a raffle. Yeah. I've I've had uh shows before where they want to do like an ugly sweater contest in between the two comics. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, that's not what you do. Like we just got the room to where we want it. Why would you shut you know it down else else and then restart it?
1: Doesn't make sense to me. What? They always <clears throat> want to do the food first and wait till people are done eating. Instead of having you go up while they're eating. Because if I'm eating my food and there's someone speaking or something, now that I've I'm eating and I'm paying attention, I don't get up to get rid of my plate. I just leave it there, and I'm like, oh, I'll get rid of it when he's off. Yeah. But they'll wait until people are done. Now people have to go to the bathroom. They want to go outside. They're gonna talk. They're yeah. I don't. Why do they do that? I don't
0: know. So, anyways, that's that's our Nebraska trip. Um, Yeah. My first
1: time here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) last. It's a banger.
0: We're going back home tomorrow morning. Um, excited about that. Excited to get back home. I'm, you know, today's fine. It's just fine. I mean, I got... I'm
1: having a great day. I'm yeah,
0: It's a nice, relaxing day. But mm. so, you know, mental health-wise, today I'm doing much better. Um, <clears throat> and I guess, you know, the little tip this week for mental health is that sometimes things are not what they seem yeah last night i thought i was fired because i just didn't do a good enough job Mm -hmm. today in retrospect looking back on it there was nothing i could have done at all
1: that's why to save that show anytime something happens the first thing you should always do is take time to reflect before you react
0: yep reflect before react so Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for listening to this episode Uh, We're going to get some room service and just kick back and watch uh, some John Hughes movies, I think. So uh, thank you guys so much. We love you. Make sure to go check out our Facebook page, Jake and with Blessed Ones. And just have a great week. And if you are doing a corporate gig that some bad Santa wrecks right before you go up there and you go on stage and no one cares what you have to say, just take a second, take a deep breath. Just remember
1: to laugh and be blessed mm mm-hmm.